The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and, well asleep, and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. The wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. been a theme the last week or two and just the gospels talking about this needing to be prepared needing to be ready for this time of the lord's return we don't know when it is and when those kind of themes pop up it makes you start to wonder what does he know that i don't know what is the lord doing that i'm not fully tracking right now maybe he's coming and he's telling us to wake up if he's telling us to wake up, well, what do I need to do? I need to be ready. How do I need to be ready? Here we go. Readiness isn't always just, you know, like a, a state of being. It's not, it's not like um, you know, people who know, do like the, the prep, like the nuclear bomb shelter prep. They got five gallons of refried beans in their basement, and I don't know. I don't do this, but... I can only imagine, like, there's this, like, they're prepared for what? Nothing. Until the day it happens, and everyone's like, they're going to be coming knocking on my door because they want some refried beans. Well, what's the equivalent for us waiting for Jesus? Is my soul right with him? So do I have any sins that need to be forgiven? Do I know him? Have I engaged in, in scripture and prayer and Am I fulfilling what he's asked me to fulfill, which is proclaiming the gospel and witnessing my life of, as a Christian, corporal works of mercy, spiritual works of mercy? Being prepared isn't about stockpiling graces. Being prepared is about living each day with the hope of tomorrow, but not the promise of tomorrow. Being prepared is saying, right now, if God showed up, I'm good. And being able to say that, like, I, I'm good. Like, Lord, if you came right now. And so when we hear this gospel, when we hear these other parables, I think sometimes people, they, they, this one in particular, these lamps and the five foolish and the five wise, why were they foolish? Well, they weren't prepared. They, they lived but not with like an expectation of hope. 
They, they had a, what they needed, but they didn't have quite enough. And so, okay, back to the stockpiling question. Were they stockpiling their oil? No. They just knew that the journey was going to be a little bit longer. And so, what if, what if I, I didn't have enough? Like, who gets in their car, checks their gas, and says, I have half a tank. Normally it takes me a full tank. I could probably make it. Nobody does that. We go, we get the gas, and maybe if, if you're a real, like, cautious, you have a little like gas can in your trunk. So there's this idea of like, I know what it's going to take to get there, but just in case I have this little extra. And I think sometimes people, they look at these virgins and they get really angry. Like, why did they say no? Well, as a Christian, do I, do I have to say yes to every single thing a person asks? Father, I don't have any money. Can you give me some? I, I don't have any. I'm sorry. I can pray for you. Oh, Father, you guys, you just, your church, you just hoard everything. I, I don't know what you mean by that, but I'll give you what I can. It's okay to say no to protect ourselves. I think we, we get into this mentality that we have to give, 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 give all the time that when we give everything, there, there's nothing left for myself, and like, I'm not going to make it either. And like, I, I want to make it. So there's prudence more than anything. There's virtues in this gospel that really are highlighted. Am I being prudent in my preparations? Am I being temperate in my usage of things? Am I seeking justice? What is right? What is due to myself, to God, to others? Being prepared, like I said, it's not the stockpiling of graces. No, it's the living each day with the hope of tomorrow without the the promise or guarantee of it. But what we discover is if I live every day with this hope, then every day I am I am learning, I'm growing, I'm doing something more to to come to the Lord. Because that's that's what his response often is in the parables. And they come knocking, whether it's at the wedding feast or it, it's always a wedding feast, but whatever whatever it is, he says, I don't know you. It's such an awful feeling to think about, like, Jesus, you don't know me? I showed up to Mass every weekend. I, I gave my, my annual tithing. I did all the things by the book. Okay, but did I, did I engage people in conversation? Did I seek to, to serve others? Or did I just check boxes? Maybe that's the danger we have to be aware of today is, am I simply checking boxes? Like, I know I need to be at Mass every weekend, but am I, am I fully there? Do I, do I engage myself into the liturgy? Like, I know I need to go to confession, so I do it once a year. That's what the church asks at a minimum. But, like, am I authentically seeking conversion? Like, I know I need to give, but, like, am I giving at my minimum amount, or am I giving to the point where it's, it's kind of, a, like, a struggle? Not a bad struggle, but just, like, I, I could give a little bit more. We don't want to check boxes. Too many in the world check boxes. So we have to be prepared to give to the point of discomfort. We have to be prepared to go to a point of discomfort, uh, of what we're used to. Because it's in that place of discomfort, the Lord actually wants to do something new. He wants to challenge us. He wants us to grow. We talk to athletes all the time, and you say, like, you know, like, what did it take to get to this point? It took 
years and years and years of dedication and training, but it took a lot of pain and effort. Our faith is no different than working out our muscles or working out our mind. It's the working out of our soul. And we have to challenge our soul to be stretched, to, to, be, to be strengthened. And so we do that by, by doing the difficult things. And, and this still is the reality. Like, there's more people out there who aren't here. And so sometimes the difficult thing is go to the ones that we know and invite and ask and encourage and bring back. Because if he comes right now, I, want, I know I'm ready. But are others ready? Well, our task is to make sure others are ready as well.